Hey everyone, welcome to the Trollwood Scrum. We're, this week we're covering the last week of the CID, week three. We got the changes yesterday, I think. We've had 24 hours or so to digest them, and we're going to see what we're thinking of them. We're missing the big man Fraser today, he's got family stuff. Um, but other than that, me and John are here and ready to chat trolls. So yeah, John, feel free to introduce yourself as if everyone doesn't already know who you are. Yeah, uh, I'm John. I play trolls. I yeah, at least one of us can post in the forums. <laughs> Thankfully, John has had the P the PDF folded to him, so he can see what the changes are. Yes, um, thank you to like the eight or nine of you that sent me everything. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, all good though. I've actually uh, probably had more input outside of the forums than I have on the forums, so it's actually been really good. Sure. Excellent. Well, we've got a lot to talk about, so I guess let's just get the ball rolling. So the first one on the list is the Impaler, who gains Assault, gains Follow-Up, and gains Powerful Attack. Also, doesn't it gain a rat? Wasn't it a rat 5 before? Um, I think it gained a rat in week 1, maybe. So this is, like, this is just the changes from last week. So overall, it's had about 6 or 7 changes, I think. Yeah, it's gone up in rat, down in price, gained Assault, Gains follow up, um, grain, yeah, gains Power, powerful, powerful attack. attack, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, this was one of the posts I posted on the forums was about the impaler, and it was about how, like, you still just don't take it because it's like a worse charger. And, like, I made a post, I don't know, it was on Discord or on the forums about how, like, it should maybe have powerful attack, and like, because like you can cast fire strike and you cast powerful attack and it throws its spear and it's still a transfer target. Yeah, like you still have that one for a transfer target, which is like where it should be at. Mm -hmm. Well, now it has that. It also has assault, <laughs> like um, and it also has follow up. <clears throat> yeah. So like, this thing can like speed five. It can fire strike himself. It can salt. It can hit something. If it slams it, it can then follow up the distance it slammed. Even yeah. though it failed its charge attack, that was ruled on. So, like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it, its activation still ends after the follow up. Is the unless yeah. unless you're in now melee of your, your oh, charge really? target, hundred percent. Oh, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, okay. So you assault something, you crit it, it gets slammed six inches. Mm -hmm. But to say that six inches, it hits the model behind it. Then yeah. you move six inches, and within those six inches, if you come within two inches of your charge attack, now you get your charge attack. Oh, I did not know that. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. I like it. Um, It makes me think now if I want to add an impaler in, like, a, a caster that wants a shooting list or, or like, wants fire strike. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I'm still... I'm still not sure how often I'm going to be reaching for it to put it in my list, but you definitely can't ask for it to be any better than this. This is all in all a good piece. And like, yeah, it has a purpose now, just sort of sniping solos off flags and stuff. Yeah, that range 20 without any other input is fantastic. Yeah, it's a good piece. Um, yeah, like it's, yeah, it's range 20 because it's sauce to 8, and then fire mm -hmm. strike 12, so that's 20. Like, that's a pretty good, it's a pretty good distance with a boosted yeah. rat 6 and pow 13. And his pout and his uh, his pout is it pout is his spear based off his strength anymore? Or yeah, no? yeah, yeah. It has thrown, it, so, so like, yeah, it could be it could be hard. Like, it could hit. It could be pout fourteen with a stone. Yeah, 
So like, eh, it's not bad. I like it. Um, I think that's where it should be. Nine points, really good. Yeah. Uh, am I, have I made any lists with it since it came out? No. No. Like, no. I, I, thing is, I I can imagine myself working it into more lists as I go on because, like, like I've always I've thought for a while that one of the big weaknesses in trolls is that we struggle to remove single pain in the ass models. Like, if you, if you throw out a random model into where we want to charge our champions, it's sometimes hard to clear that without that being from a melee attack and then the model that cleared it's in the way. And so having this piece who just has that purpose of going like I I get rid of one model. And obviously being able to take that in any theme, actually kind of good. Like, have to see how that works out in practice. But I think that's where I'm looking to have it. Um, but this yeah, nice, yeah. now he's standing on his own. He's standing on his own feet without just being a snipe bot, but also isn't really spammable. I know he's thrown around in paler spam lists, but none of them are actually good. So yeah, I think that's yeah, perfect. They're not good. I feel like it's going to be your beast that scores your zone. And if something contests yeah. your zone, you'd be like, okay, powerful shot, shoot it. Like, yeah. You aim, go to eight, powerful shot, rat. You're like, you go to rat eight. You got fire strike to twelve. Like, like it's good. Like, I, I think this mm-hmm. is, this might be a PC throwing to like those light heavy light beasts now because it's nine points, right? So it's like, yeah, nine points is what one higher than pyro. Uh, is it better yeah. than pyro? Might it's, not be, but yeah, it, I guess the, the thing is, it's two points more than the cheapest light beasts who are now quite good. Faster. Well, yeah, the Bastard's been good, and the Night Troll will get onto it a bit. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think sometimes you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I just want that that one gun. And also, because, yeah, quite often you have troll lists where you have basically no guns. Someone's like, what are your guns? And you're like, uh, my Felcaller can spray. So oh, now, yeah. just having like that gun so their caster can't sit on no transfers is pretty tasty. Like, I know it's not going to be murdering casters left, right, and center, but you know, no one really wants to take this boosted shot to their caster if they've got no transfers. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah, I, I really like these changes. How much it'll, how much is going to get put into list remains to be seen. But I think, yeah, it's a strong piece now. And it only took six changes. <laughs> I think it only took like everyone bitching and complaining about it for like I don't know how long. Yeah, right. Like it's been a, it's been a, a very bad war beast at eleven points for a very long time. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. So yeah. no, this is good. I'm I'm happy with this change. This is like a. I would say this changes like ten out of ten. I'm not sure what else you would change it to. Like, I think this is good for the good for the beast. Yeah, absolutely. And one of my very small beefs is that, like, when you're teaching a, a brand new troll player how the battle box works, you're like, oh, this yeah. is Impaler, and he's kind of bad. But the best thing about him is that he can give your cast a snipe. But Ragnar doesn't have a gun, so ignore that. And here's your terrible model. And but now this is a model who, even if your caster doesn't have a gun, he kind of stands on his own two feet. I imagine, like. Like with all these things, a lot of this is theory, but he's at least, yeah, seems good. Mm. I like him. Okay, next one. Gumbion 2. So, um, so unplayable, yeah. so un, like, in your pairing week one, unplayable trash week two, week three, possibility being a pairing now. So it's yeah. like one of those casters we have now, like all the other mid-tier casters, you're just like, do I take him for that off chance where I need him? Where like, or you could take two two casters that will actually deal with everything you need. This is like this one like if they don't have an answer to it, you just win kind of caster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, do you really want to take that chance when you go to a tournament? Some people do, some people don't. But yeah, I guess yeah, it depends like what you're. I, I mean, I can't see him ever being, like, main list material, but there are times where I've been playing Call Grimmer as a main list, and he would have probably plugged the gaps. 100%, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
there's there's probably better people that can plug gaps, but this guy will plug your gaps that you need to plug when needed. Um, yeah. Basically, the change is his feet got back got changed back, mm-hmm. so you don't need to directly hit on his feet anymore. So plumber clue, uh, plumber clues are back on the table now with them under feet Yay, turn, that's fun. which is which is where I wanted them because like mm-hmm. if they were if they had a direct hit, you're like okay, this is a useless. See ya. Um, yeah. So that's good. You don't need a direct hit. Um, I don't think any of his battle battle commands change. I think what else is his uh, main thing? The exposed change. Exposed yeah. change again. So last week it was he had to target that model and you can't shield guard. Where now it's he places a AOE five completely within the spellcaster's control range completely. So it's not like eh, it's okay. It costs two. It's in his control area. Um. Expose, you lose a shield. Like that's that's how it is now. Whoever's touching that loses camp shield guard, right? Yeah, but also they gave a nice thing where you effectively get blessed when you're shooting anything in it, so they don't get spells and anime that adds uh, arm and defense, which makes it just a bit more useful. Because I know we always say that every list has nine shield guards in, but it's not strictly true. Some some lists don't bring any shield guards at all, so it's nice that in those situations. This is not just a dead spell. I mean, okay, I guess it's stealth as well, but it's always going to have some kind of use. Well, not always, but she has some kind of regular <laughs> use now. Yeah, you know, I, I like I like tools like that though, where it's like it's not going to be useful every single game, but there's it's tools. It, it, it's cover. It's a stealth out. It's a shield guard out, and it's uh, twenty an inches depth of out. Hmm? It's yeah. twenty inches, right? So like you walk six, your control area is fourteen because you have the room bear, so you're not playing mm-hmm. in VOD. Um. So it's 20 inches. So you walk six, puts this thing out 14 inches away after you walk six, and you can repo three back on his feet. You can repo yeah. three back if you have Boomy two because you're playing KC. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you're playing him, you're playing him in KC. Uh, Bear is really huge for him, I think, because um, you want the Fox out there to upkeep. You want to be able to put Rentless Barrage out there. Like, There's a lot of things that you want for Fury, and he also wants to shoot every turn because his gun's just friggin' amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's tough. Um, I'm still coming back to the whole issue with his uh, rate of fire one, his unload. I still think, think that's really tough with uh, our war beast, but it's better now because we don't have to actually directly hit on his feet turn. So it yeah. brings it back into the play of hey, you give a bomber rate of fire three. If it misses all three, it's still going to do three pal sixteens, whatever it hits. Yeah, definitely. So like, it's it's back on the table. Um, personally, I'm. Probably not going to put him on the table to play him. I, I, I'm not like I miss the old expose, and like I played the old expose when it first was out, and I felt like it wasn't that demanding. Everyone complained about his gun, and his gun didn't switch. Mm. So like having a pal 14 armor piercing thunderbolt gun at range 22 is pretty scary. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. And like, like you said, one thing I really like about him is that he's going to bring some models that aren't that are sitting on the shelf otherwise, things like the um, Pummeler crew. And that's always a huge bonus when they bring out new models that also bring old models back. So good call on that. But like, I'm really, like, like you say, he's not going, I'm not instantly slamming him into my pairing, but I am definitely keeping him on the radar as he can fix some problems that some other troll lists will have. And what I, what I still don't know is whether he'll actually be fun to play. Because like yes, flinging or, templates yeah. around everywhere is really funny and thematically wonderful, but how much enjoyment I'll have out of it and how how much fun my opponents will have out of it is a kind of still oh, a concern for my radar. A lot of people are saying like he, we don't want him to be the next Salone. 
Oh yeah, and, yeah. like a big gun line, and like he's not there with how he is right now. But like I play him online, and like all the AOEs you need to drift and all that crap is just like time consuming, and it's really That's boring. Right. And like you go like especially playing online when you're trying to do like the the plumber crew that only deviates forward one two three mm. so like that's a pain in the ass to figure out and it's just like oh my god does sure. it clip this does it clip that is this right is this wrong like it's 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 a it's it's a pain in the ass and like I don't want to bring I don't think I want to bring him to the table because I don't think I enjoy what he brings or what he does yeah that's my concern too I kind of like Gristle two better. Gristle 2 just, like, I feel like his, the whole list in Gristle 2 just does better. Sure, yeah. Like, I'm definitely going to try him out at some point, because I do like the idea of flinging AoEs everywhere, so we'll see how that lands. But, um, yeah, it's he's definitely, yeah, in the right kind of place now. He's not, like, so Legion got Bethane 2, who is obviously, like, it sounds going to really disrupt the meta, and he's not in that place. But he has, he has a role, and, like, the thing that he does, he's the, the best at trolls at doing, so... Yeah, don't mind him. So the, so the changes from week two to week three, I'm going to give him an eight or a ten. Yeah. Like I feel like he's back totally. on the table as as changes. I think it's good changes. Yeah, yeah, and like it looks like so he's he's much more comparable to his week one self than his week three self. Like so that, than his week two self. If we ignore the week two version, then yeah, they just got rid of a couple of negative play experience things where you could fling AOEs at your own guys for template like placing purposes and accuracy purposes which is kind of dumb and then they got rid of the potential feels bad of shutting down all of your shield guards so i think that these are really nice changes like week week two is a miss but i think this was the changes he wanted agreed cool hey bumbles um once again our uh very good handsome bear gets a Mm -hmm. little nerf to his claws um started i think his claws started at power 15 they went down to power 14 now they're down to power 13 weapon masters um mm. okay cool um is it needed maybe yeah i don't know like me and tom played a game mm-hmm. um bumbles almost died before i even got to use them uh but like i mean i i was bringing i was playing carver with the heavy with the heavy pigs and so uh, yeah he's that's the point where he's starting to run out of steam hitting armor 23 armor 23 models um yeah, yeah like and like I, I put all my eggs in the basket and see how much you could do you too did. and like, <laughs> like 14 to 16 to 18 and like i'm still hitting dice off five and you battle lost um, him as well oh i battle lost him as well like it, cool <laughs> i put all my eggs in the basket if you do if you do that he hits like a truck but you're mm. not every time you're going to be able to put all your eggs in the basket with him yeah, uh, and like for, yeah. When you say hits like a truck, for context, that means he won rounds of Kador heavy on average dice, or did before this change. And this change, I think it was like I think you did about two points more than you need to against an unbuffed Kador heavy, and so now you're pretty much on the nose. So yeah, for a six point model, seems pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still I'm okay with it. Still, like I think it's good. I feel like his bite should be more pal than his claws because you know, think, isn't his bite higher pal but his claws are weapon master? I think. Correct. Now, yeah, now, yeah. yeah, they used to be the same. Sure, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's cool. fine. I think it's fine. Six points and, is where he's at. He should yeah, I'm really glad. Yeah, I'm really glad that they reduced his power rather than upping his points. Because they, like, we've been making a lot of stolen on North lists, and you can just about squeeze in what you want. And if they bumped him by a point up to seven, it would have made list building a lot more difficult, I think. So I'm glad they did it this way. Because I think he was a bit too high last week, really, having seen him on the table now. I think Power 13 is where he's at, six points. <laughs> 
He's yep. stuck in one list. I think his change is probably about a seven or a ten, eight or a ten. It's fine. Like yeah. whatever. It's nothing. I I think he's probably still an auto include in every summer on off list though. I that's still the power level we're talking. He, should he like? Should we not have auto includes? No, like, no, the, I'm not say, yeah, I'm not saying that. But um, just in general, it's like you know, if you're thinking, oh, he got nerfed again, it's like he's still incredibly powerful. He is. He is incredibly powerful. And I think I take him. You have to pay for him. Mm-hmm. I still take him over Velka. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. Um, but like having three, three counter charge weapon masters is pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like why not both is the thing with taking him over Velka. Yeah. Obviously they're not yeah. comparable because no one's ever paid six points for Velka. He's always a requisition slot. Yeah. Um, so yeah. One one thing that is cool about him is so when we first saw his rules, he was really powerful. This was back when the Riot Quest Kickstarter was happening. And since then, he's come down in two points, but also the power rolls changed. So he actually hits just as hard as when we were all blown away by his initial rules, effectively, just now that he has an animus on him to do it. Yeah, um, you just need more support for him now yeah. to get where he needs to be the powerhouse. And that's fine, I feel yeah. like. But I think the other thing is as well, like when you played me, and I think this will often be the best way to get use out of him, is you flung him into me on turn. I think I gave you a counter charge I didn't need to, but even then, even without that, yeah, you'd have, you're throwing him in. I AD'd him and I ran him up the middle of the board and sat him on a 24 inch line. I was like, okay, cool. You move forward, I charge you. Yeah. And basically, you're like, well, I have to to have any part of this game. And I'm like, cool. I'm going to like full on do everything on him and then just send him in to delay you. And I sent him in, did like almost kill the heavy. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I got killed bubbles with my arm army behind you, behind mm-hmm. him where you can't reach. So it's just like, yeah, cool. He's a great throwaway piece. Um, yeah. And what, he's what, what great with yeah. He, because he's going in so early, so far ahead of your other forces, it's not even really an opportunity cost because <clears throat> like on turn, like t- your turn two, if you're going first, top of two, you're often not going to need battle lust. So being like, okay, you know, battle lust on bumbles, sure, and we go is not really a huge opportunity cost, and that's really powerful about him. Yep. And then you're throwing him in there as a big old disruption piece who you can't take free strikes from because he'll fling you, uh, yeah, and can one round a heavy. <laughs> Good piece. I had Juni not. Mm-hmm. Uh, increased your command range. Needed. Yeah. Command 6 was pretty shit. Yeah, wasn't uh, that it? Yeah, command 7 now, it's just... It's good. I feel yeah. like that's where they are. Yeah, Six they're already good. Command 7... So Three puppet masters, um, the the triangle that's able to you know boost your magical rolls or not boost but basically uh, SNP Dog, your magical yeah. rolls. Um, mm-hmm. Great. Um, they're in my runes of war or not runes of war. Gristle one power dunia runes list, and they've done wonders. I've played a game with it, and it just seems like it's really good right now because I can fit, I can fit um, rune shapers in it as long as you do the triangle right, right. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, and I think you're going to see at least one unit in every Power of Dunia and Venus of Dunia list. They're free. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a great free choice. And like, they're great for your caster. Mm-hmm. If you want to just send them around your caster and let the casters just have SNP magic rolls. So, like, SNP um, Stranglehold, SNP, like, the spray from Cold Grandma, like, SN- like mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's really good. Having yeah. like SNP from Gristle One, so I don't got to. I could boost as well and like almost guarantee I won't get my calamity off. Like it's it's pretty neat. So Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it. it. It's a good change. Um the unit is pretty good. Um uh, Power of Duty, the only time I ever play Power of Duty will be McGrissel one list, so I like it's an all including that list, but other than that, I don't 
won't see this unit on the table much. I think Venues of Dunia is not as powerful. We'll talk about it more later, maybe, but maybe not as powerful as our other themes. But there are some lists you can play in it, and I think in that too, you're going to take one of these as a requisition, just because they get they get work done every single turn with Puppet Master. Yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah, they're great. Yeah, I, I just don't count VOD as a theme. Uh, <laughs> I really it's, don't. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of powerful builds, but I think there's a lot of fun builds that have some power. So, but we'll talk about it more maybe later. So the next sure. one is the biggest one for you, I think. Rune Shapers and oh, Genesis Deployment. I'll just give you the mic for like 10 minutes so I'm going to sit back and have a drink. Oh my god, this... <clears throat> so as soon as... like One of my things I wanted for Rune Shapers was either AD or a point reduction by one. Um, either or, I can see I can see going for them due to the fact that uh, cost eight right now for the two, three models you get it's not that great of um, bang for your buck because they're you know they're, they don't really do much and they're eight point units outside of any like only one theme they're in. Um, but with AD eight point units, they're they're fine. If there were seven point units, I'll, I'll, you know I'll be even happier. But eight point units with advanced deploy just kind of opens up only the one list that anyone you ever will, ever will play them in. Like, I feel like <laughs> it's funny because, like, I feel like this is the one time one one unit is just like, yeah, we were watching closely. I think Faye posted on the Troll Facebook, oh, we're watching closely with this because there's that one list out there. <laughs> it's on the, like the Troll Facebook page. And it's just like, yeah, I was kind of hesitant about giving them AD, but I don't think they're broken with AD. So, like, yeah. And then Janessa, so, like, my, my runes list now has 16 AD models. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they gave her AD too. I guess she's a rune shaper, but yeah, whatever. Well, they should have gave Ragnar AD then. That's <laughs> sure. Right, I'll post it on the CID forum on your behalf. Give Ragnar right. AD. Because he's a rune shaper. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think these changes are really good. I think this is this might get them into more lists in Power Dunia, the downside is once again we're playing in Power Dunia and it's not our strongest theme. Hmm. Yeah, um, if I remember as well, I know a lot of people have been asking on Discord about how your list looks now. I've seen a few posts about it all over the place. So if we remember, we'll, when we upload this on the, the Facebook, we'll add what John's list looks like now. Um, it's not vastly different as I remember you threw an axer in there or something. So I got an axer, with, axer instead of a basher. Um, the reason for that change is because Mog needs to keep up with the Rune Shapers now on turn one, <laughs> where he yeah. where he can't do that without because like you can only run eight with Mog, where if you give him Axer, he can run ten, right? Yeah, so yeah, four, four, eight, ten. So like he's actually like up there with the Rune Shapers now, and then like he can then trample six, nine, and arc from there, and then hoof it back six because he has rush on him. Until the end of mm. your turn, he has rush on him, right? Mm -hmm. So you hoof it back, and then your turn ends. So rush goes away. So the yeah, actually allows him like actually hoof it a little deeper and come back a little safer. Where before it was only four inch move, now this is a six inch move. If I'm wrong, someone correct me, but I'm pretty sure that's no, how that I works. Think, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, because like it's your turn, and you're the order activation player, right? So you decide which order it goes, and yeah. uh, rush ends at the end, end of your turn. Yeah. 
activates at the end of all your models. Yeah. yeah, it says all your models have activated. You then hoof it, you hoof your model, right? So like, yeah. I hoof my model, my turn ends, rush expires. So now yeah. Mog moves six backwards after he's went nine with Calamity, and he moves six backwards. That means he's already up middle of the board already with Calamity out, and your room shapers are there. Oh, AD, I walk five, throw eight, and I can throw whatever I Calamity at, right? So like, it's really good. Um, Rune Shaper is now like even like having vet leader. They're all magic ability eight now. Whatever ones yeah, are within. It's an eight. accurate list for sure. Yeah, it is now. Like a lot accurate now. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. It's really good. I I enjoy. It. I'm I'm hoping to play a game tonight. Hopefully we can get a game on. Yeah. Oh, you planning on playing the new runes? Yeah, oh, I want to try it again. Oh my goodness! I get to be the the test the test guinea pig. Second for, test. Second get, test. Oh, you you tried already? Yeah. How did it go? Yeah, it, it went really well. Like the guy was just like, I don't want to play this. This is just like. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so no. My big my big worry about that list, and I've never I've never played it. My big worry about that list, I feel like there's a lot of bad matchups for it at the moment because of all the spell immune things. So we've got things like Precursor Knights, uh, Doom Reavers, then the Covenant of Menarth. Um, I think that I, mean, like, I guess Boom Howler too. Like there's a lot of things that just say your your army can't do anything. Is that not a worry? So it hasn't been because you're playing a pairing process, right? Sure, of course. So if you're playing cold grandma with this and they drop like doom reavers and stuff like that it sucks it, it does but your cold grandma list can deal with it because you have all yeah. the dudes and all the stuff uh precursor nice is a, it's the same thing like you have like it's just i don't know just the pairing process it forces people onto a pair they probably don't want to play or they mm-hmm. probably don't or like oh man the the rune shaper list what do i play into it and they'll drop like this one list is like, oh, this is my normal list. I'm just like, okay, I play Cold Grandma. There's just like, oh. It's mm-hmm. like, I went to OTC with Jarl and Crystal One. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I went 5 and 0 oh with that pairing. It's just like, okay. It's just because people are just afraid of a certain list. And I'm just like, well, here we go. Sure. So, yeah. I guess it's a good, like, pairing bully list. Yeah. Like, and like, if, always, if, you, if you don't know how to play against it or you don't know how to, like, you need to, when you play against it, you need to really focus fire on something you want to do. Because if you don't kill what you're focusing and you kill something else on the other side of the table, the thing that you're focusing originally is going to get healed D- 2D3. Because mm-hmm. the Archons. Yeah. Also, with the AD and the Rune Shapers, it allows me to deploy my um, uh, my Bogtrogs in the middle of the table instead of off to a side. Because there's yeah. a lot more room a lot more room now in, in this deploy. So yeah. I'm looking forward, looking forward to playing it again. Uh, moving on though, uh, I think mm-hmm. this is a pretty sweet, spicy change to it. I think this is another. <clears throat> someone suggested it on Discord. Someone else posted it on forums. I was all for it. The nitrile, uh, yeah, gaze. Um, really interesting. It is interesting. Um, seven point light, three inch gaze, but it's on a stealth model. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I think it was Dan Cox that suggested something like a nitro with Borka 2 and like you can just like gaze like a a large base or huge base in place mm-hmm. where it can't move if you're in this exact same distance apart yeah I, I there's a lot of cute things like that I'm like obviously if you can pull them off they're amazing but I think they're gonna it's be cute kind of, that's a word yeah it's cute yeah, but I think the bigger use, like, I think, and they're the things everyone's kind of theorying at the moment. These weird like triangulations of nitrols, where you get a model in the perfect place and it can't move anywhere. And cool, yeah, if you do it, that might win you the game. 
But I think realistically, what the Nitro is going to be doing is charging in, using its animus, like charging base to base and being like, well, you can't, you can only t- stay in base to base with me if you want to move anywhere. And now you have to kill my Nitro, which I don't care about. So I think that's more how he's going to be useful. Of course, the other thing is late game, this ability on a stealth model that's, you know, it's not like survivable, but is more survivable than like an infantry dude or whatever. This is potentially an absolute killer. So it's like, I like it. I think it brings a change to it. Um, you'll probably see it on the table. Um, I feel like people are going to try the cute things, but then realize afterwards a basher might just be better at seven points. Yeah, I think that's the nice thing. I feel like with a lot of these light, like the lights, I think there's some good internal balance going on. Obviously not perfect. These things never are, but some good internal balance. And so it's like with the Pyatrol and the Slag. The Pyatrol is probably the better one, but the Slag is an interesting and not invalidated choice. The Bash is still probably generally better and more generally applicable than the Nitrol, but the Nitrol still has a place, and there are times where you'll take it over the Basher, and I think that's, like, hats off to the dev team. That's not an easy thing to achieve, and they've done it. Yeah, I think it was a good change. I think it's uh, probably, I don't, I don't know what else to give it to it. So, like, I'll give it a 10 out of 10, but maybe sure. maybe even the gaze was, like, 5 inches? Maybe 10 yeah. out of 10? <clears throat> it's like yeah, maybe- I- it's too much for seven points, right? So, like, yeah. yeah. One thing, so, one thing to know about gaze is it's not whether the target can see you; it's whether you can see the target. So, if Correct. there's ever a huge base standing next to a house which is less than three inches wide, and you move your nitro up to the other side of that house, that's a really good thing to do. <laughs> like, you can't move away from this house. You can't move left or right because we're both touching the house. You know, but it's not. There's no. Like, yeah, they're not like. The, you do get, a, yeah, most obstructions are wider than that, but you do get ones that are that size. I'll have to go measure my 2D terrain later. I know there's at least one on War Table that's less than three inches wide. Uh, and yeah, we're talking, like, it's a much easier thing to do with the Avatar of Menoth with its big eight-inch reach where you can be like, well, I'm on the inside of a house to you. Deal with that. Um, but yeah, it's it's Q-Check. But uh, yeah, I think that actual application for this guy is charge him in base to base. Be like, you, you, you can only circle my base now. Yep. Um, next up is the best change of them all. No, Scarlet Champion. We're not talking about it anymore. The no, hundred percent, hundred percent, best change oh, of them all. Scarlet is a champion. Scarlet uh, is now a champion. He is the champions of all champions, boys. He is now. He is now the best champion of them all. Before he wasn't. Are we done? Sure. I don't know why <laughs> you're still upset about that. I don't, I don't know why I, you're so upset about I'm that. I'm not upset. I just don't care. Why? Yeah, it matters. Just... He gets retaliatory <laughs> strike now. It matters. Oh my goodness. Uh the Pharaoh Sapper. So what do you even get? I didn't really look at this. Oh, I, don't know. AD. I haven't looked at this model since start of CIDs so He gained AD, which is cool because I don't as far as I know, there's no other models with ambush and not AD. There might be one, but you know, whatever. Um yeah. The, yeah, because this model is very hard to theory about. Um it's sort of weird. But, yeah, like the rest of them, like even like Bumbles, you can be like, put some good theory down. But the Sapper, it's like, it's really hard to work out how disruptive that's going to be and whether he's going to so be. He plants, so he plants a mine mm-hmm. and then continues. To, is he always on fire for continuous effects or do you always roll it? Like, what is this? Let me do you always this. roll continuous effects? It's like, place a mine complete within three of this model. This model can have up to three mine markers in play, center AOE4 template on each detonated mine and remove it from play. So, like, after resolving continuous effects during your maintenance phase, if you have no continuous effects, no mines blow up? 
Uh, no, I think it just means that's the turn order. So, like in the rule book somewhere, there is a really broken down list of here's the thing, the order you do all oh, the cycle turn things in. So it's just saying like if it's actually add a step here for detonate mines. It doesn't matter if you got anything on fire. So during the continuous effect phase, you blow up a mine. Uh, you, well, just after, so just after you've rolled for fire going out, or whatever, before you do anything else, that's when you do this. But it's then it says center AOE four template on each detonated mine. Which one? Is, how do you know which ones detonate? You, it says you can detonate any number of friendly mine markers. So the thing is, you'll have some of these to tokens down after you've done your fire and stuff. You're like, okay, I want to detonate this mine, and then you're centering the AOE four and you resolve it. Ah, oh, just another friggin' rule you gotta follow. Eh, it's... I don't know, man. This is, yeah, it's a power fourteen blast damage roll. It's pretty cool. Like yeah. it does. Of damage. I just, I'm not playing VOD, so unfortunately, I won't, I won't have this in my list. <laughs> sure, like, yeah, but I mean, power fourteen. It, that's high. So if like, I agree. Is, yeah, because let's face it, where you're plonking this down ideally is on the flag that's right next to their deployment zone, and then if they run that stupid like 15, 12 stealth solo onto the flag, like Kablamo, go away. It's that's good. Like for three points, that alone is pretty cool. Um. And then you've got an ambush piece for contesting scenario. Like, he seems really good. Because, like, let's see. So you ambush three, and then you can walk six and throw a mine. Is it? Yeah, it's an action. So you can put a mine within 12 of the board edge, so affecting 14 of the board edge. Yeah. Like, I, I like it. It's cute. It's a cute model. I just, I don't I won't play because I won't play VOD without Trollcaster. So. <laughs> sure. Um, but I think it's a model. I think it's one that's flown under the radar and is actually going to be really good. It's neat. It's definitely neat. Yeah. Uh, we are on last to... One. Is it the last one? Mm-hmm. No. <clears throat> yeah, Quill Cinema Direct 3. Oh, yeah, they added a bracket. Yeah, that's a difference. Yeah. All right. So go ahead. So Madrak has a protected aura now of 8 inches plus the amount of fury on him, uh, which means you can probably play him without a Creel Stone, which is enormous for a lot of reasons. Because, like, yeah, number one, before he was probably better in Storm of the North because the you want you want to take him with champions, long riders, whatever, that are bears, fast things, and you wanted the stone for extra speed. But now if you're not taking a stone, that bonus goes away. So... <clears throat> For, uh, so Band of Heroes is probably edging out as his theme of choice. But also, just so, having yeah. an extra eight points, whatever, in the list is wah, loads. Oh, yeah. So this uh, just change. I've been pushing for a new stone change since the start of CID. Even before CID, I was pushing for Magic 3 stone needs to be switched. Um, mm -hmm. So it has been switched. It's not quite where I would like to see it. Um, I wanted his aura just to be in his control. But maybe it's a little too powerful. Who knows? But, like... Usually you start high and work yourself low. It's usually PvP's, uh, you know, PvP's way of doing things. But um, so with the aura, I didn't get touched until week three. Madrak didn't even get touched in week two, which was like, oh my gosh, are they actually going to do anything with Madrak anymore? Like, are they really going to change things? But they actually mm -hmm. changed the stone, and I'm quite happy with how this is. Um, so basically, you spend one fury. It's eight inches. Uh, most of the time, you're going to be camping, so it's going to be another inch at least, right? So it's going to be nine inches around. A min stone is only ten inches. Right? Am I, am I doing mm -hmm. my math right? Um, I mean, stay with an elder's nine inches. So it's not nine five inches. Plus, plus four. Yeah, so nine inches. 
So I mean, like, so now you have as long as you're camping one, you're a, you're a minstone. Um, you don't have an elder, which which is okay. I think I think I think that's okay. L- that's, lately, I've been like wanting to cut the elders for the extra three points, just because like yeah. it's it's eh. especially in Band of Heroes, because like uh, you want to you want to bring Fen Blades. They die anyways. You want to spread out. Um, yeah. So like Madrick now provides that eight inch aura, which can cover most of your champions. It can cover mm-hmm. most of your battle group and cover himself. Um, it covers all your shield guards because now all your war beasts are shield guards with them. Mm-hmm. And end blades that you bring with them, they're out they're out killing things with bloodlust. So you don't need the stone strength when you have yeah. bloodlust, right? Or battle mm-hmm. lust, sorry. Yeah, and it's hard to keep fens in the stone anyway because they go so fast. So. Yeah, they are fifteen, right, on their mm-hmm. mini feet. So yeah. like it's it's third, pretty damn good. Thirteen plus vengeance, sixty. 16, sorry. Um, so, like, I'm quite happy. I've already dropped a stone. I've already had lists made with them. Um, like, I'm on a double bend blade, one big unit of champions. Yeah, when we chat about that, the other day, I was like, oh my goodness, is it time for the return of double fend blades? That, yeah, that, and I think that's this really is it. exciting. This is it. This is, I think this is the caster to do it because, like, he can battle lust one. So, like, what his turn will look like, the only downside is you got upkeep the defenders war. Upkeep the defenders war goes in your champions. So, their defense is uh, 18 base to base. Like right there, or 16, yeah. 16 base to base. So right there in, in itself is just like, oh shit, my champions are really high defense, really high armor. They are 1620. Like that's pretty damn good for your champions right now. Um, so you have a big unit of champions. So you're upkeeping for one, right? So if you battle us for three, you uh, use four. Mm-hmm. So you're on two. Um, so one unit of champions is battle, or one unit of fan blades is battle lusted. Room Bear walks up and battle us the other unit. You're on you're on two. You use one for the stone aura. You're on one. And now you have a nine-inch aura, which covers your whole unit of champions and your battle group, and you're up the middle of the table. And both Fen Blades now are battle lusted, and they both mini feet and just go in. And you probably feet as well at the same time. Because you're probably mm-hmm. up the middle of the table with a big ass aura of your 14 inches, because the Room Bear, Room Bear's huge. 14 inches, you are a 14 21 caster yourself, because the aura affects you coming off of yeah. you so like you have a shield so you're 17 19 and you have 21 so you're 14 21 with one transfer and your yourself probably have a two or three shield guards kicking around because all your warbies are shield guards so it's just like you want to shoot me you gotta get through three shield guards and a transfer go right ahead if you can do that all power to you this, uh, um, yeah and that's if you can even draw line aside from with the big old brick of champions correct. in front of them yeah your champions are in front of a defense like, yeah, like, yeah. You, it's like i would have never had the weapons to do the damage and even if i did i would have never had the line of sight so uh, and this was before this week's of cid yeah i had yeah. stone in that list if i didn't have the stone in that list it would have been two units of fen blades coming at you <laughs> like, okay, we'll deal with yeah. that like dealing with fen blades is not easy as itself you need a lot of attacks Mm-hmm. Right, so like I don't know, man. I, I'm excited to get more Magic Three games in right now. Um, so much. He is he is now a caster. I'm looking at pairing because like I usually pair Storm of North, Storm of North, Storm of North, Storm of North. Um, a cold Gramolis is just so good. It got better because I just added bubbles and booming <laughs> three to it. So like mm-hmm. now it's just like really terrifying. And I'm like, do I really need a Magic One list with double champions and? Boomy three and all that and bears and all that fun stuff again. It, don't get me wrong, it's a great list, really good list. I'm just like, I can now have like more dudes, double fen blades, cover the table, magic three with battle lust. Like, ooh, this this could get really spicy and good. Yeah, I mean, so like looking at him. So before the CID, I was playing Colgrimmer, who goes 
Okanazi play into 90% of the field, I think. And then for my like 10% bad matchups, I was bringing Madrak 2 with um, Runebearer, a Mountain King, and an Axa. Then I've got a Falcor Hero, Hawthol, the Hermit, because Grim Salvation Hermit's hilarious. Creelstone uh, with Elder, Max Fens, Max Longriders. And I, I like that list. I don't think it was like a super meta contender list, but I was like, this does what it needs to do. And then when you look at that with the new changes, apart from like, okay, woohoo, point drop on the axe at one point, and then I'm saving another nine points from the Creelstone, so I'm saving 10 points. This is to switch the Madrax. This was Madrax 2 before. I lose the Berserk feat, which is, it doesn't honestly come up very much, and instead I gain defender's ward so i've gained defender's ward and 10 points on this list like and then a bunch of like i can i can switch out hawthor for boom howler 3 which is a strict upgrade i'm gonna drop the hermit because i'm not playing madrak 2 so i've gained defender's ward 15 points on a list and upgraded hawthor to boom howler 3 like yeah. and this was a list that i was happy with the strength of before you know yeah. <laughs> this is anyone who's saying this hasn't had a big impact on trolls is kind of just wrong <laughs> um they also kept ragnar's like like both casters they kept they kept ragnar's plus strength to a unit right really so interesting yeah yeah so like i don't know both are new, both are casters came out strong but i think magic three kind of with the aura change is where you want to be yeah i think yeah i think even before this week i kind of preferred madrak over ragnar but now it seems, yeah, Madrak is probably just better than Ragnar. Like, there's there's places for both. Um, Ragnar is more of a group than Madrak, but yeah. There's also times you probably won't be able to cast like the Stone Aura because it's really tough. Because like, sure, there's times you want Spell Piercer. You upkeep Defender yeah. for one, Spell Piercer for two, Battle Lust for three. Like one Battle Lust for three, you're on zero. So like now you need your Rune Bear to be like, hmm. Hopefully your Rune in range to go, hey, you battle lust over there. I'll cast Upkeep Defender's Ward and cast Spell Piercer. So he's yeah. on he's on three. And then he'll be like, Oh, cool, I spend the aura. So now he's on two with a ten inch aura. Yeah. So like there's times where you're not gonna get two battle lusts out there and spell Definitely, piercer. Yeah. It's yeah, really hard. He, basically, Madrak gets to cast one of his spells per turn because yeah, yeah. You're, you're costing two. So he basically has a Fury four caster when it comes to what he's actually spending on spells. Correct. Well, unless not- you're going unless you're going all in and you're like battle lust, sure. battle lust, battle lust. Uh, okay, let's I mean, go. That's the that's the most fun you can have. Let's face it. Like, I mean, I guess the other thing is he might be able to do something like some weird turns, like upkeep stone, spell piercer, pyrotrol animus. You know, that's that's six. Yeah, that's good. So he's got some options. He's going to be kind of yeah, kind of tight. But yeah, he's he's going to be really tight with the uh, your fury, and you got to really feel like if you want the stone or out or not. And the good thing is having Defender's Ward allows you to protect your champions at Armor 18 as is. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's a sweet spot where they want to be is Armor 18 because most of the time you can like spread the damage out enough to have them survive. Yeah. And, and I you think also have an Archon in this list. You have Archon. Mm-hmm. You always bring the Archon, which just helps with the champions as well. So. Yes. Totally, and I think that's one place where I, because I don't normally reach for Scaldi, a lot of people do, but I kind of prefer to leave him at home, but I think that's one situation where Scaldi is just amazing, because adding eight more wounds to that unit is just like, when it's got Defender's Ward on it with the Articon, is just a pain in the ass. So, yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, Madrak, one of our top casters now, I think. Close to it, I agree. Yeah, 
who, so who do you think if you had to everything stayed the same in top in CID? Who's your top three now? Like in like uh, overall trolls? Yeah. Uh, Cole Grandma, Jimmy Three, Calandra. Wow, you, Matrix doesn't make your top three. I think he's top five now. Sure, interesting. I feel like it's like Doomy. It's like Cold Grandma is a top of top. I just feel like no Grandma, even with these new CID changes, they weren't actually affect her. But like the new models in CID, you add to her list, which just makes her list bigger. Mm-hmm. Like I drop a Min Champions and a Sorcerer and add Boomy three and Bubbles. <laughs> yep, and it's just an outright upgrade, especially to mm-hmm. that list. Especially when you have like um, dinner time off of a uh, Boomy three that can affect like Melder Mayhem. Yeah. Oh no! No, isn't, it isn't it, I think it's any War Beasts dinner time. Is it War Beasts? I don't know, man. No, I, I, I got to double check it too. It's changed a few times over the course of the weeks. Yeah, friendly faction War Beast models. All right, so okay. In fact, either way, but now you have like your brawler with this and Hunter's Mark, which is four mm-hmm. extra injuries now. Yeah, it's, it's really scary. Um, I think yeah. that's the key thing because the thing. What Boomhowler is, I keep seeing these threads where people are talking about top end threat ranges where you're like Helga 2 with the Sea King or, you know, Doom, uh, Doom Shaper 2 with what? the Sea King. And yeah, that's the thing. Boomhowler is not going to be adding two to those threat ranges because he no. can only tag someone from 14 inches away from where he starts. Right. Uh, but what he's really, really good at is pushing your like 10, 11, 12 inch threat ranges up by two, which is really powerful. Well, he can storm in the north, he becomes speed six. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, so now he's got a 14-inch threat. And like, and I'm not saying 13-inch threat's bad, but like, if you've already got a 16-inch threat, don't expect this guy to turn that into an 18-inch threat. <laughs> no, know. exactly. Like, he needs to be up the board when he does it, but him, like, it's... He gets plus two in Cold and Storm and North, so he speeds six with mm-hmm. plus two movement himself. And if you Hunter's Mark something, you add that to his threat range. Like... That's true. That's yeah, really I mean, good for him. Yeah, that's true. Like two inch reach thresher, he reaches over champions. Like, well, I, okay, so what I really like is thrasher, and the fact that you it, like he can make two attacks, but only specifically after he does a special attack. In fact, he has to he can either make one normal attack or two threshers. And yeah. there's been a few times where it's like, well, Boomhall is going to kill some of my own guys, and I think that's so damn fun for like Boomhall or the Destroyer to be like, I'm just chopping through everything. Like that's so cool. Yeah, he attacks twice, right? Yeah, not like Butcher Three, who with flashing blade is very careful to not hit his own dudes. He's just threshering into everyone, and you know this guy has no choice, man. He just has to I, go out. I love it, but like it's so often it's worth it. He knocks your own guys down as well as the problem. <laughs> but so you got to that's like. I don't want to say this guy has a downside, but that's a very minor downside he has that you kind of have to be careful with the order of activations. He can't always clear guys up because he'll be walking along threshing instead of knocking them down. But, but like Hunter's Mark, so speed six. Hunter's Mark, yeah. six, six goes to nine, plus two inches for movement from his own thing, which is 11. Hunter's Mark's 13, two inch reach is 15. So the problem with that is he'd have to use the plus two movement thing beforehand like before sorry before charging so he can only target something nine inches away so people have been saying it's like it seems like sometimes you'll tag a model at the front of a unit and it will let you charge a model further back in the unit and that sort of thing but really dinner time affecting himself is going to come up very infrequently no i'm not even talking about dinner time i'm talking about 
ability. I think, okay, I'm not, let me check. I'm not sure if that's a typo. I'm not sure if he's meant to keep Bloodthirst or not. I think, maybe, maybe he did. It's on the card, and the only type I know of is the Ragnar one where it says it's only model, but that's actually yeah. changed from model to unit. I'm pretty yeah. sure he kept Bloodthirst. No, it's just, I got a post from Hungerford here saying it's a typo and they shouldn't, they shouldn't be in there. Why? Why does he do this all the time? Like, come on, guys. Uh, you know, oh, terrible. He also, um, just, uh, he just uh, has immunity cold all the time. I've never noticed yeah. that. Yeah, I guess he's from the Winston Wasteland set, so. Oh, yeah. so he doesn't have Bloodthirst anymore. I did not know that. It was in the yeah. CID. Pro My bad, boys. Um, yeah. Okay, so he only threats 13 max? Merely 13, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's actually fine with what he does. Or he walks six and he cuts down two heavies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what, like, but John, what kind of idiot would leave two heavies in his walking threat range? Surely a really bad player would... Yeah. And what, what if that player was playing a caster who gave his battle group steady and he wanted both of those heavies out of his caster's control area so they could be knocked down and trashed? What kind of terrible player would do that, John? It's it's more what it's more like what kind of player would capitalize on a mistake when they see it. That's what sure. happened. Uh, I was tired. I was I don't know. I it was not my finest moment. <laughs> Literally, I just walked six inches. I was like, oh, these two heavies are in. I'm gonna chop these two heavies down with both thrusters. Oh, they're outside your control. They're both knocked down. <laughs> they're outside the creel zone as well. I I don't know what I did, John. It was. <laughs> Yeah, like, and we had this chat on Discord, and people were like, oh, so I guess this means that Carver in Vengeance, um, Vengeance Duty is not that good. I was like, no, no, no. No, no, this no, means no. that Tom isn't very good. This means no, no, I think, I think the whole game set up, how the game was set up, basically how, like, we were talking about Bubbles was threatening your army already. You had to mm. deal with that. And, like, if you dealt with that the wrong way, you had champions charging you the very next turn. You didn't want to have that. And then you're sure. like, oh, I got I got to contest this turn, or else I just lose because you're on their flag. The only thing I contested was, was, a, was, a, was with a heavy... But I didn't want to put cover like I didn't want to put Carver that far up because you thought he would die, and then we realized he wouldn't die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's just like yeah, man. That's it. and like and I stupidly left my Valkyries in your bear charge range, so I didn't have any chaff to throw into your zone to spread the net. So yeah, I I mean I didn't account for a lot of things, and I played badly. I you know, and the Carver list I think is going to have that problem if you play it well. That some like especially your Storm in the North list was fast, and you went first, oh, and so I was like. Yeah. I was not going to be able to just trivially contest your zones. It was going to be tough anyway, but then I played it badly too. So. Yeah, it was Magic 3 Storm of the North and it was really quick. Now, like, yeah, I, I mean, my you... old grandma list Storm of the North is just, like, faster. Yeah. And, I'm, like, it does more damage and I have, like, I have Melvin and Mayhem, which can just kill a heavy when he charges it for free with, like, it's just like, man, this is getting scarier and scarier every time I look at it. So, yeah. And yeah, let's not discount um, Madrak Three and Storm of the North with a Creel Stone because yeah, it's 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 scary. You played it, like, and it's good. Like yeah, I just feel like now I can venture out and add that extra point. It's like I have Sons mm. of Reg in my list now. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. A lot of lists are gonna be like, I drop the Creel Stone and bring the Sons of Brag, who are like not a fantastic unit, but a reasonable unit, and to have them, I, I still think they're, they're, no output. Um, maybe maybe ah, no, I still think they hit. The hardest pound mm. for pound for their points. Yeah, um, battle lust is great on them. I know the problem, of course, with this list is that you bring seven units that are really good with battle lust, and you, then you can only cast it on two of them. Um, oh, you can cast it on three if you want to go three of them you, Yeah, <laughs> true. But no, basically you cast it on their fen blades. Fen blades, they go and they die. Then you have your mm -hmm. champions, and, and you have uh, your uh, 
Sons of Bregs now. Okay. Yeah. What I really like is the list that we've been throwing around. At first, we were all doing double champions, and now we're all more theorying single champions, which is really nice because yeah, I want to get away from the amount of champions in the list to most lists. So yeah, I want to get away from double champions. I feel like Magic allows you to bring those double fen blades, and I've mm-hmm. always liked double fen blades lists. Like yeah. I used to run double fen blades with like Calandra with a big stack of champion lists and like and uh, Krill Warriors as like mm-hmm. the the chaff. And like having those double fen blades under Calandra and like able to reroll when you need a reroll and stuff like that is pretty sweet. That's nice, yeah. Um, also, when I first, I also played like Doomy One in Band of Heroes back in the day with double fen blades, but like just Fortune mm. One unit they go in, then you switch Fortune over to the other unit they go That's in. Nice. But now it's just like it's all double champions, double champions this, double champions that. You yeah. look in BOD, uh, it's double champions, double archons. And it's just like, man, like get away from these double champions. Um, Carver's pretty sweet in VLD. Like you bring all those heavies, but like, yeah, it just, yeah, there's like no, there was no update for VOD this, this, this week, right? No CID yeah. update. Um, I don't think it's been, I don't think it actually changed VOD at all. Like, so I think that's been the same from day one. So unfortunately so. there won't be, I don't, there'll be a room bear and VOD, which is very just, yeah, they seem pretty cool. You know, I think the thing about VOD is it's not our most powerful theme. In fact, it's arguably our least powerful theme, maybe down there. But it has some really fun, real dark horse lists, and I love that. Like, you can just bring some real stuff no one's going to be predicting, and that's just cool. Yeah, it's neat. Uh, but I, it's- I think a lot of the lists look fun. Like, you know, Helga 2 the Sea King, or Helga 2 just in general, will look really fun. Azazello Champions looks like more fun than like maybe not quite as powerful as like a matric one champ brick but more fun than it and there's something to be said for that yeah uh, i just don't feel like it came out as strong as other mm-hmm. crash, cross faction <clears throat> oh my goodness yeah. no question and it's like <coughs> disappointed because i feel like they were doing all these cross factions and they're all getting like really yeah good this is not the new flame in the darkness and for sure and i'm just like oh this is nowhere near where like all the other factions <coughs> have but whatever, it's fine, because I don't want to play a minion caster, so I'm okay. Yeah. And, like, yeah, unlike some of the other CIDs recently, like, yeah, the new theme isn't all that, but then, like, yeah, powerful models like Boom Howler, which go into any theme, and especially are natively in our two best themes, that's where the changes are. It's like, it's not, it's not like, okay, the new caster's now the best caster, the new theme's now the best theme, and this is what you want to play. It's more like, there's just little nudges all over the faction, and obviously in the battle group as well. So in every every list you're ever going to play, it's just getting those nudges up, and I I think I prefer that rather than being like, well, Vengeance of Dunia is the best theme, so now I have to play that one, you know, Gumbion 2, Vengeance of Dunia, that's all the rage. I, I, I much prefer so it this glad. way. I'm so glad it's not, because I said from the start, it was <clears throat> the theme where we all were like well i guess we'll see vod paired with x vod paired with mm-hmm, x mm-hmm. and now it's like you actually maybe see storm of the north kc storm of the north banning heroes storm of the north power of dunia if they want to play the gristle one list like i feel like unfortunately cold grandma is our strongest caster and the strongest list and i feel like she yeah. plays storm of the north the best yes so like you'll probably see her the most when you're playing a troll player yeah and definitely. The pair will just be something that will be like on the side. Like now you can play in Band of Heroes with Doom, uh, Boomy 3 or Calandra and have that re- have that recursion denial and stuff like that, which is needed sometimes mm-hmm. against like Flames. Sure. Yeah, recursion denial. That's amazing now. Like, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward. Um, I'm looking forward to play right now. I think it's Magic 3 and Cold Grandma. I think that's my parent one tried to throw around. Same. 
I think I'll risk it a little bit different, but yeah, the pair's the same. Honestly, I could drop my Gris. I could just play Grisso one at any time, and I feel like it's just heartbreaking. <laughs> not, not for me, not for me though heartbreaking for mm. my opponent but we'll see how tom plays into it hopefully tonight yeah yeah oh my goodness yeah we'll we'll see how that goes i might i'm gonna play call grammar and see how that goes sure, better, better. um so briefly like i guess the one other thing to talk about before we move on anywhere else is some models that didn't get any change that we thought might so maybe start with the swamp troll um yeah it didn't get leap i'm really upset um i feel like mm-hmm. it's a freaking toad or a frog mm-hmm. like it, it should have like a some kind of leap but that was shut down really fast which is fine understandable yeah 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 but i feel like the overall chart change to it in previous flesh is eh. are you gonna see it you'll see it with magic three i think i think magic three i don't know why i put it bringing with magic three but i do i just feel I guess like because when you're sitting in front of those champions with Swarm, like you just sit this fat idiot in front of your champions and you're like, they get defense 18 if you're living. Nice. With, you like know, you swarm. have to kill this thing before you kill my, yeah. my champions, which is kind of cool, which is where I think it's going to be. Or you have it on Madrak as he's sitting like behind the champions. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. I think it's neat. I like it. Um, whatever. Yeah. But I don't... I, I still think he's one of the like overall. I'm super excited about the C day. I don't like like I'm complaining, um, but I think this is one of the models that's still pretty much staying on the shelf for me. Um, that and it's a shame because it's so close to greatness. But here we are. Um, Axer, I'm happy. Uh, played it before. Nine points. I feel like eight points. It's fine. Take it eight points and power thirteen. I feel like that's where it should be. Yeah, perhaps. But I just feel like nine points for it. <laughs> just to do rush. It's really mm-hmm. well. He's a he's a reasonable <laughs> like backline kind of model clearing guy. After you've used him for a rush, like the next turn, he can usually go and get stuff done. Not a lot of stuff, but like clearing the odd model and things, kind of nice. So, like I said, I was bringing him already. Um, we were then, all bringing him because we need a rush. He was like yeah. the impaler. You don't bring the impaler, you bring the bomber. So this is like mm. the, the axe is in that same spot, and I yeah. feel like, or maybe a few more boxes for him. 24 yeah. boxes i guess the problem with you do that you probably start adding boxes to everything including the bouncer but like yeah. i think one big thing one of his big problems apart from his cost before was that you were like factoring his cost in with everything with like with the cruel stone with all the other support you're bringing and the fact that the rest of your support got a little bit cheaper generally including him makes him a bit easier to swallow i think so like it's yeah, better think, <clears throat> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think any changes, any buff to him would make him crazy, but um, I think he, I, I was, I'm still going to bring him, like, in the list I want him, and he's, I'm not going to begrud- begrudge bringing him either. All right, so Mog. Mog has went up. Mog was 19, went to 22 after, like, he got Arcane Vortex, mm-hmm. and, then, and then dropped down back to 20. Where do you feel like he should be, or do you think this is the right spot um, for him? He's such a hard model to cost. Um, but I think 20 is okay. I think... Any less, and he starts to become a bit auto-included in Power of Dune. And whether that's a problem or not, because it's a, a like a lower power theme, and so having some really powerful auto-included models isn't the worst thing. I think twenty is okay. Like if he went down another point, it wouldn't be terrible. But I think twenty is fine. I feel like he should be twenty with Matt eight. Yeah, the, the map buff would be really nice. He's. I think someone mentioned he's the only character that does not have Matt eight. Like all the other Jacks and stuff like that, major Jack characters have Matt 8. 
I don't see why he shouldn't. He's been around so long. Like, just mm. that eight. <laughs> Other yeah. than that, whatever. I'm happy with 20 Especially points. Especially given but... that, yeah, given that in Power of Dunia as well, he effectively got plus one Fury. Yeah, pretty cool. I like him. Yeah. Uh, what else here? Storm Troll, I think, is one of the ones that stands out to me as being a bit below the curve still. Yeah, unfortunately, like, yeah, with the switch of its animus still... Um, I just don't think I still bring eight, nine points, man. You think like, are they thinking it's more than a pyro? Like you think they think they do it more than a pyro? I don't hmm. weird. I don't think it does more damage than a pyro. I think a pyro does a little more. And yeah, I feel like it, it, I feel like this like could be eight points as well. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I, yeah. But even then, I don't think I'd particularly reach for it. Cause I'm not sure if a big part of the cost is coming from, it has something that damages models without being attacks, which I don't think trolls have a lot of at all. Like the but, e leaps. Yeah, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sure I care. Really, uh, kind of hard yeah. to put exactly where you want it. Mm. And then the cortic damage is kind of cool, but that means now it's in melee with its point five range. That's, yeah, that's I weird. mean, it's clearly going to be like a, a counterpoint. So if somebody runs their jack into you, and then rather than killing it, you go boop boop boop, and then its cortex is done, and then it's basically out of the game. Which is kind of nice, but of course that's only affecting half the game. Well, maybe more than half, because more people play War Machine than Hordes. But uh, yeah, I still think he has room for improvement. I'm not sure what that would be. But You mean more people play Mercs than anything? Um, mm, yeah. Uh, warders, Warders, Warders. Mm. I, I, I kind of wish they were cheaper still. I don't think yeah. they're 16 points worth the max unit. Um, for a minion unit, I can see 10. I'm fine with a minion unit at 10. I'm not okay with a max unit 16. I am just there. There, no 16. Yeah. I mean, that is like the standard costing, right? For min max units when they're ten, like 10 points, I think. So 10, 15 kind of, I I, I I just think it's not a common thing. Not that it would be game breaking, but I think this is the kind of more template thing. So right now, 10, 15. So 10 points is 3.3 mm-hmm. and six. So 15 would be three points each. Yeah. So usually max is cheaper than min. Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah, they're 3.2. Is that right? Yeah. 3.2 each for the max unit and 3.3 recurring for the mini. Yeah. So three so, points each for max at 10, 15. Yeah. I, even at 15, I don't even take them. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm not, not <laughs> going to take them. I'm still reaching for Valkyries for the seven, really? for, seven for, eight, for eight points to save me the two extra points. I am still reaching for Valkyries in this. 100%. Mm. And the one reason I always push for Valkyries is they're small base. They can get mm-hmm. in between all the lar- large and medium bases you have for trolls. And you can make those shield guards a lot better because you can like have a small base over to here, over to here. And then you have AOE off a small base, which is like you can spread that out. You can like direct it. Like if you have like those yeah. huge AOEs that throw you places, you can be like, cool. It goes to the small base that's way over here. I-, I-, I like small bases, shield guards better. And I just don't feel like warders. If I do, it's it's a one minute, one min unit of warders, and that's it. It won't. Mm. I don't think it'll ever be more. <laughs> so yeah, here's a very minor thing the warders have over the um, the sorry, the, yeah, the warders have over the Valkyries, and that's the so we're always using our min our minion slot for Boomhauler two or a Dunian Archon or maybe the Hermit, and then if you want to bring Malvin and Mayhem, you're going to want to bring Swamp Gobber Bellows crew, and therefore the warders don't take up your minion slot so that's a one one minor right. point to the waters <laughs> the valkyries are like the minion unit slot i don't take yeah. any minion unit slot in any the other one i've been taking is the 
Belly's crew to bring Melvin and Mayhem because I can't bring a gobble chef because I already brought a Dooney knock on. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, especially in Storm and Storm and That's Storm and Storm there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, though, generally, yeah. You're, they they could, like, yeah, if they were, is it 8.15? Is this, no, I forgot what the... What? 8.13, maybe? Whatever they were like. They could do coming down a couple of points, I think. Like, eight eight points there, like, for a minion that they'd be comparable to Valkyries. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, Horgo won. Didn't get looked at. I feel like he's still... Yes, he got included in Band of Heroes. Is it enough for him to put in the Band of Heroes? I don't think so. It mm. requires him to be four points plus an eight-point solo, or eight-point heavy, or a ten-point heavy. And I just don't think it does it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I wanna I wanna see because hot shot on a patrol is actually really cool. Like they can't make this model any better really. They can't make him cheaper because you don't get three point battle group leaders. So yeah, I, I, I think allow, okay. you don't allow him to bring a storm troll. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. No, I don't know. I, that makes him no, no more appealing to me. I think, yeah. I think, yeah, the only problem is that we're going to be playing light battle groups, as in light in point cost battle groups. Um, and I think we're going to be going, okay, yeah, I bring a pyre and then two other beasts. And I don't think we're going to want to be outsourcing our pyre trolls to this guy a lot. But no. I think for what he actually is, I don't think he needs any buffs. I think he's fine. Uh, I'm also surprised that Ragnar's uh, Pulverizer did not get changed this week. I will eat my yes. own words there. I seriously Same. thought it would get changed. Um, I don't think it's a good, good thing for the, good thing for the game. But Same. then again, people are comp- comparing it to like Magic Three's Battle Lust. Yeah, because yeah. my, uh, my problem was it was going to be that now he wants double champions and he's probably the best at it. But now this change to Madrak 3 swings it back in his favor, which means you're probably not going to play Ragnar double champions because Madrak 3 double champions is probably better. So maybe this guy does go back into being weird dark horse somewhere else caster. And that's, yeah. Other than that, the gunnery sergeants still stay the same. It's yeah. actually back on the table. Last week it wasn't on the table because yeah. you don't bring the weapon crews. Now it's back on the table because you bring the weapon crews again. So like, okay, yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's really cool. Yeah, because um, you are going to see him with Gumbion, aren't you? Because with Gumbion, you're going to bring um, the pumblers, failed guns. Yeah, the pumblers. So yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, he's back on the table now because he makes yeah. the pumbler shots shoot again on the feet turn. Yes. Which is really good. I really want to try that list out. Is the thing? It's, but I, it's, I, fun. I, played, it's fun. I yeah. played it a few times, like week one, right, with the exposed change mm-hmm. or original exposed. It was fun having my pumper screw shoot tw- twice. It was like cool. There's a whole bunch of AOEs going forward, and like hopefully is, killing. Is it long term fun though, or is it? I did this once and it was fun. I don't know. I got like five or six games with it, and I, I enjoyed okay, it. Okay. Um, clock is hard because it's online again. Yes, but yeah. Weirdly, I think if you get to grips properly with war table and aoe's how that works it's probably quicker to play in person on war table than in person i think that's gonna be one of these weird lists oh. where war table doesn't quicker now i mean the, the pummel oh. makes that a bit weird but if you ignore the pummel and just think about like bomber aoe's yes yes. Yes. yes one single click there we go yes. and we can see what it hits the pummel is making it a lot harder because you have to, like grab mm. a guy you got measure from a guy you got measure from there you got measure from there because it always goes forward right yeah so yeah it's just like oh my god i mean i guess yeah. one thing if you have the proper talk with your opponent first you'd be like well with my pummeler i'm going to click the 
also scatter button, and if it comes back towards me, I'll just reroll the entire thing. You know, you can do stuff like that, I guess. That's probably easier and quicker, yeah. Yeah, I think if your opponent's cool, I'll probably be fine with that. I know I I'd be fine. It, if if my like, opponent said that to me, I'd be fine with that. I feel like the overall CID this week was like a 9, 8, or a 10 for sure. Oh my I goodness, like yeah. I, last week, those, first, like, yeah, first week was 7 or 10 changes. for me. Mm-hmm. Last week was like a 4 or a 10. This week it's once again back up to an 8 or a 10 for me, I would say. I'm happy yeah. with the changes. There's some changes that we wish was there. Some changes I wish were better. But overall, I feel like trolls are coming out on top when we went into it. So I'm not, mm. not Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's like very minor things I'd like to change now. But if they don't, and I don't think they will, I really can't complain. So yeah, super, super pleased with it. Yeah, no, that's it. Uh, I feel like we'll come back. I think they said they're going to close the CID on Friday. I think yeah. we'll go back to our original schedule of hopefully uh recording this sunday yeah because what we want to do is all talk about how our list pairings look and given that john and i are gonna have the same lists i might go for a, what my backup list would be if i couldn't play the two well i don't know <laughs> so, we might, might have the same casters but i don't think we'll have the same list type no that's true that's true um but i might, I might go for if we say you're going to do the competitive list i might go for the if i wanted a for not, not for funsies but like good lists that were a bit off off the beaten track maybe something like that and then we've got maybe. obviously fraser can like is the more casual player of the three of us so he'll be bringing like what he thinks will be really fun and i think we're gonna get a nice mix and see that's the other thing like i love this stage in the faction where you're like there's so much new stuff and i want to try it all like hmm. yeah no i'm happy um excited to get this out tonight have people look read it yeah, I don't mean to do any edits here, so this will be hopefully out this afternoon. Or this evening, if you're in the real time zone. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, you're not you're not wrong, but hey, come on. <laughs> okay, man, I think that's it. Um, yeah, thanks we're for, good here. I was going to yeah. say thanks for watching. We're like, thanks for listening. <laughs> any questions, hit us up. Um, yeah. We're active on Facebook. We're it's really true. active on Discord. Um, mm. So definitely ping us on Discord. I don't think either of us really care. No, no, no. Uh, just give us some time to re- respond. Yeah, thanks for. Uh, we had it, like I think the last few weeks we've had a few people getting in touch with us, being like, "Oh, you know, cool. Thanks, I found this really helpful. Thanks for being like positive and looking for the good and all this." You know, it's like that's cool. I, the biggest yeah. thing is over the last like little while we've doing. I think we've been doing this for like what eight months now, almost. Something like I, that. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is people like responding to us and be like, "Hey, man, you guys are the only one I listen to, and you guys got got me back into the faction." Like sure, that's, yeah. that's what gets me really going. I'm like, okay, that's the reason why I'm doing this. I want more people, you know, to get more into the game. Like you play trolls because like maybe they're not the most competitive, but you play trolls because you like trolls. You like how they are. You like their yeah. models. You like to paint them. Like let's, let's get back on it. And if I can give you some tips how to play the game better or tips how to put, make lists better and like that's what you want, man, I've had mm-hmm. people message me all the time and it's amazing. Yeah. You know what? I think after this, People are still going to complain on the internet about trolls being trash because people are complaining. And so we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep being like, actually, here's why trolls are good. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, we're not going anywhere. Thanks for listening. Um, Hopefully hear from you guys later. And I'm Um, able to let you know how the game goes between me and Tom. Yeah. that. Oh, my goodness. Please, please not the same as last time. Um, Yeah. So (laughs) if you have any, any questions about the CID between now and then, the three of us will be super excited to answer them. So you can either... Send a direct, I, I think we're pretty good at responding if people get in touch with the Scrum Facebook page, but also me and John's Facebook page or Discord. Make sure we get the questions. We will endeavor to answer them. 
Awesome. Right. Uh, good. I was going to say, yeah, good night because you're all in the real time zone. Good afternoon always, if you're on the it's best coast. It's always so six. Well, let's say you're at like seven, eight o'clock. So yeah, good night, rest of the world. Good evening, best coast. Take care, guys. Bye.